bridging the gap between the young and the elderly. Brother Z and friends, we are glad you are listening. Welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brother Z and the Friends. We bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. Don't touch that dial and you will be blessed by the end of it all. and friends, thanks for tuning in. Brother Z and friends, just a program for you. Uh, Brother Z, a great day. A great day in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood, all right? You say that one. Pa- Pastor Linda, what do you say about that? Great day. Great you day. know it. It's a great yeah, day of in course the neighborhood. A, of course it's a great day. I had my tea, and um, I'm sure you're having your coffee. 
And brother Z must have had his breakfast. No, I'm so. my tea also. Oh, you have your tea ah. also. <laughs> oh, I've never even I never heard of that one. Tea also. Okay. Ah. I thought you were speaking some kind of foreign language there. Okay. Tea also. <laughs> all right. So, Pastor, we have the mystery. Right. We have the mystery of God. All right. The mystery of God. I like that intro, brother mm. George. The program <laughs> for you. Uh, Brother right. Z and friends, the program for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I just want to say, just starting out um, mm. this topic on today, the mystery of God. Mm. And um, one little side note, you can't go any further than you know. Okay. That's why revelation is mm-hmm. so important. Right. And right. some say that God is mysterious. Mm. But what does it mean to be mysterious? I don't believe that this is a true statement about God, although God does have secrets, Mm. yet he reveals them, even his secrets, to his servants, the prophets. Mm. He revealed his plans to Abraham, his friend, and he reveals his plans to his sons and daughters today. So we invite everyone to join us for this inspiring conversation on the mystery of God. Privacy and Friends is a unique, thought-provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the Word of God. We focus on things that are straight from the Bible that may need clarification for others. We make it as simple as possible. We're so glad that you're in and this and this show like every other one because this one is big stuff, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh. <laughs> looking at the, looking at our question list here, what is uh, mysterious divine? So I guess they're asking, uh-huh. what is the mystery of God? I took a little time, Pastor, to look at this, and it's, mm-hmm. it told me here that mysteries of God are spiritual truths known only by revelation. Yeah. It says that, yeah, it says that God revealed his mysteries to those mm-hmm. who are obedient to the Thank gospel. And some of, yeah, and some of God's mysteries are yet to be revealed. I, I want to know some of those. So so can we can we hit it off, Pastor, by talking about the mysteries of God right now? What is the mysteries of God? Yes. Well, first of all, let's talk about what is mysterious. What okay. does that mean? Mm. Mysterious from the beginning means difficult or impossible to understand mm. or in, impossible to explain or identify. Mm. It could be such as a mysterious behavior or a mysterious um, thing that happens. Mm. So is God really mysterious when, as you just read, he says he reveals his secrets to those who love him Mm. and obey him? Mm. So as we we talk about this here um, subject, we realize that you cannot go any further than you know. Revelation wow. is revealing. It's removing the veil. Yes, so that is the reason why we seek after God, loving him, studying his word. 
I believe that there are four primary ways that God reveals himself to humans. Number one, creation. The word of God tells us that creation reveals God in Romans chapter one, verse 19 through 20, that ever since the creation of the world, God has made the knowledge of himself evident to all people. They know the truth about God because he's made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky, the sun and the moon, and they can clearly see his invisible qualities, Mm -hmm. his eternal power and his divine nature. The next one, his, his, his truth and his revelation is written on our hearts. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that God has revealed his existence to us through our conscience by impressing his law on our hearts. Even before people hear the gospel, they know when they're doing right and they know when they're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Is that not correct? That's correct. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And then he reveals himself through the person of Jesus Christ. Uh, He reveals his nature, his character to us through Jesus. As it says in the scriptures, John 1 and 14, he's the living, breathing, flesh and blood, human presentation of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. And then he reveals his ways, his characteristics through his word. One of the greatest ways that we get to know the person of Jesus is through the word of God. Right. The Bible is God's revelation of himself Mm -hmm. and his purposes throughout history. came across a statement it said God is known only by revelation he stands revealed or remains forever unknown he cannot be discovered in the laboratory or by viewing all immensity through giant telescope and all that in other words God can't be revealed through that so the next question here says do we know the nature and character of God. (laughs) Yes, we do. Mm. As we study the word, you won't know it, as you said, through human means, Mm. but as we study the word of God, we learn that his nature is holy, Mm -hmm. number one. His nature is love, Mm. number two. He's just, Mm. he's good, he's righteous, he's compassionate, he's true, He's long-suffering, and he's wise. The pages of the Bible reveal a detailed portrait of the character of God. Perhaps the most outstanding feature of God's character is that he's a loving father to all of us. Okay. Did God um, try to conceal his ways in the Old Testament? Did the Old Testament people did they all know about these things of God the Bible says that the people knew God's acts but Moses 
knew God's ways. Okay. There are several scriptures in the Bible so that talks about knowing the ways of God. Even David prayed to know God's ways. In mm-hmm. Psalms 27 and 11, he said, teach me your ways, O Lord, mm-hmm. and lead me in a plain path because of my enemies. Mm-hmm. In Psalms 25 and 4, he said, make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Psalms 86 and 11, teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. And then in Isaiah 2 and 3, he said, and many people will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us concerning his ways and that we may walk in his paths. For the law will go forth from Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. So I don't believe that God concealed his ways. Mm. He, there is a saying that we say that the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. What does that mean? That means that Jesus Christ was written all through the Old Testament, but it was hidden because of the veil over their eyes, because mm. of the lack of faith and the lack of the Holy Spirit who came through the person of Jesus mm. and came for us to dwell in our hearts. Absolutely. He was in present in the Old Testament, but now in the New Testament, he's come into our hearts and our eyes are open and we're, we're able to see. So they say the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed and the New Testament is the Old Testament. What okay. does that mean? <laughs> that okay. means that Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit of Jesus opened our eyes and unveiled or revealed Jesus in the Old Testament. Mm. In the book of Luke, when Jesus rose from the dead, the Bible tells us that he walked with them and he began to open up the scriptures, open up their understanding, beginning at the time of Moses concerning him. Open up how the scriptures were revealing him in the Old Testament. Mm. So, but his ways... His ways, he wants us to know them by his character and his nature as he has shown us in the Old Testament so that we can know his ways like just like Moses knew his ways. Mm. Bridging the gap between the young and the elderly. Brother Z and friends. Anointed Community Services International. We're a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering an after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient, and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamps, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting 
a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352-404-7898. Or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs. That's C as in cat, S as in Sam, dot org. Anointedcs.org.
what you've just said about um, about him being revealed, that's when he went to the cross and when um, when they crucify him, that's the time when they said the veil was rent and man no longer had to go to the, 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 the prophets for with their ask for their forgiveness that can now go directly to Jesus. Is is that what we're talking Absolutely. about? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And then not just that, that was the physical uh, crucifixion that happened when the the when the veil was rent into the curtain that separated the holy place from the holiest of holies. Mm. As we know, the holies of holies is the place where God's presence dwelt. Amen. And nobody could go in there but the high priest. Right. Jesus right. He went in there in the spiritual realm, in the heavenly throne, because the earthly throne, the tabernacle, was made in similarity to what is in heaven. So it took on the same form as far as renting the veil. Jesus went into the holies of holies and he sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat Mm. and in the natural that veil was rent open so that we too can go into the presence of God. Mm. We too can go and bring our petitions to God boldly. And therefore, when we receive Jesus in our hearts by faith, then he opens up our understanding, just Mm. like he walked with the disciples and he opened up their understanding and taught them about the, the book of Moses, the time of Moses, and how what Moses wrote about was concerning him. Mm. And he opens our understanding so that we can know his ways mm. and we can walk with him and have fellowship with him, just like Adam used to before the fall. Right. So I wonder if we can divert just a little bit, because I'm just wondering how many people know about the, the veil and, and all that. But from what I understand, um, years gone, and I think it's the same, um, the people used to go to the priests with their sins and the priests would take their sins into the Holy of Holies and confess it to God. Um, can we throw any light in that a little bit clearer than I understand it for, yes. for those who yes, may not can. know? Yes, please. Yes, yes, we can. So uh, you, it's a little bit different from what you're um, reiterating there. Mm-hmm. The the people came and they brought their sins. But now we're talking the Old Testament. We're right. not talking Catholicism. Right. Catholicism is where they went to the priest. They went to a little box and they confessed their sins. And, mm. you know, he would so uh, supposedly take their sins to God. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Old Testament mm-hmm. when the people would come to offer a sacrifice for their sins. Remember, without the shedding of blood, right. there is no remission or remission removal or forgiveness of sin. Right, right. So the people did not come empty-handed, just coming to confess their sins. They came with a lamb without mm-hmm. a spot or blemish. Mm-hmm. They had to obey the law of God. Mm. So they would come and bring one lamb for the whole family. They would give their lamb to the priest in the temple, the tabernacle, and he would take that lamb and offer it up. On the brazen altar, Hmm. he would turn around and he would wash his hands and his feet at the brazen laver. He would go into the 
holy place where the uh, altar of incense and the shoe bread and the uh, 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 other things were there. And in the Manoah, the candlestick was in the holy place and he would do his duty unto the Lord. The regular priest would stop right there. But once a year, the high priest would go in behind the veil with the blood from the lamb. When he went into that veil, he came into the holy presence of God, where dwelleth the mercy seat. And he would sprinkle that mercy seat with blood Mm. and ask for mercy and forgiveness of the sins of the people. He could not do it without blood. Mm. He had to have blood because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission or removal or forgiveness of sins. Mm. So that is the order of the Old Testament. But Jesus' blood was put on that mercy seat once and for all. He is that high priest Mm -hmm. that went before God for us. And now we have access, full access to the Father every day when we pray. Mm. And even when, you know, when we pray and we should not uh, just stop at, oh, God, bless me, my four and no more. We need to pray as Paul prayed. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1 and 17 that Paul prayed. He said, uh, I bow my knees to the Father uh, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family of heaven and earth is named, mm. that he would uh, grant you the spirit of wisdom mm-hmm. and revelation in the knowledge of him. So that spirit of wisdom and revelation comes when you gain the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. When we went for studies in, the, in my early days of Christianity, we were told that the priest that goes in to make the sacrifice for people, that he better be clean. Because if there was any sin in his life, he would be dead in there. And then they would have to get another priest and then Absolutely. consecrate that new priest and send that priest in to get some kind of rope and drag him out. Absolutely. And, and when I when I consider that pastor and look at what goes on in our pulpits today and what's going on around us and people um, are carrying out God's work with their lives full of sin and all, I wonder how 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 that happened in in, in those days that they would be struck down and killed, and these days it doesn't happen. Well, what the Bible says, that the priest, you know, they were not holy. Holy, The Bible says we all sin, right. falling short of the mm-hmm. glory of God. Mm-hmm. So the priest, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 27, that the priest had to go in and offer up the sacrifice of sins for himself, and for the people. Mm. And also in Hebrews 5 and 3, it says, and by, let's let's go there, Hebrews 5 and 3, and by reason hereof he ought, as for the people, so also for himself to offer for sins. And we can find that better uh, discussed in Hebrews chapter 5. Okay, is there a mystery of God that we ought 
to know. You see, I've been here very silent. My silence is deafening. That's because I'm paying attention and learning in the process. Yes, yes, Brother Z. The Word of God tells us in Colossians, if you turn to the book of Colossians chapter 1, and it talks about how uh, Paul says, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, even the mystery which have been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known who. Who will he make known to? To his saints. Remember, Mm -hmm. he's going to tell those who love him. He will make known what is the riches of the glory of of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is, so he tells us right here what the mystery is. It is Christ in you, Mm -hmm. the hope of glory. Okay. Okay. Amen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there is a mystery, and Paul, uh, all through the scriptures, he tells us, Colossians uh, 4 and 3, he talks about the mystery of Christ uh, that he he preaches, um, for whom he's in chains and in bonds because of that mystery. Mm. Um, so God wants the church to know that Christ is in them. The hope of glory, because mm-hmm. once they realize that, mm-hmm. then they'll do greater works like Jesus did because he's in them. Okay. okay. And they, okay. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, if Christ's in us is a mystery, do you think enough of the church knows this mystery? Well, no, they don't. Because when they know it, they'll walk in the victory that Jesus determined we should have. Uh, because as he's overcome the world, then the church would be overcoming the world. Hmm. As he's overcome sickness and disease, the church would be overcoming sickness and disease. As he has put the devil under his feet, the church would put the devil under their feet. Hmm. So when you look around at the state of the church, and I believe it's up to the leaders that God has placed in the church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some, some, I don't know where this doctrine came from that doesn't believe apostles and, and different ones exist. But if that, that's the case, then neither do the prophets and the evangelists, because they're all in the same scripture that the Lord has given some apostles, okay, prophets, mm-hmm. evangelists, pastors, and teachers for what? For the perfecting of the saint. It is our job to let the church know this mystery. And without it, the church remains defeated. But we are not defeated. We're overcomers, and we should be walking victoriously. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Privacy and Friends is a unique, thought-provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the Word of God. We focus on things that are straight from the Bible that may need clarification to others. We make it as simple as possible. I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. 
So, so what do you believe God expect from the church in relation to their knowledge about Christ being in them? Well, I believe that God expects us to know it um, so that we can do the greater works, as we just mentioned. And he expects the leaders mm. to teach it as the Apostle Paul and to pray that the people would um, not just read their Bible one time and say, oh, I've read my Bible. Oh, I've read that before and not dig for that diamonds, as we mentioned early on, if you were living in a, uh, a state that was full of diamonds and they told you everywhere you go, you know, there's diamonds about four feet up underneath the, gr the ground, mm. you would see everybody and their mama <laughs> out there digging for diamonds. <laughs> would you not? Uh -huh. Yeah. You would. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's the way the word of God is. There are riches and revelations in the word of God. But when we don't pick up our Bible every day and look to discover it, mm. we don't find it. Therefore, the mystery remains a mystery and we don't know. And mm. we can't go any further mm. than we know. Oh, mm. wonderful, wonderful. With all of this, Pastor, should we work for God or with God? Is there a difference? <laughs> yes, the Word of God tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 that we then, as workers together with Him, beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. Mm. So it, the scriptures plainly teach us mm. that we are workers together with God. We are his hands. We are his feet. He is the head. Mm. It's just like in your natural body. When your brain tells your hand to move, and many times we don't realize that that's going on. We just feel like, well, I'm just going to reach and get this glass. But your brain has to first tell your hand to move. Mm, mm. And Christ being the head tells the body when to move, what to say, where to go, uh, uh, who to pray for, all of these things. So as we are sensitive and knowing that Christ lives in us, the hope of glory, mm -hmm. and who we are, that we are the body of Christ, mm -hmm. and he is the head, then we should live our lives daily listening to the instructions of the head, mm -hmm. listening mm -hmm. to the instructions of the brain. And when he says, go, we go. Right. When he says, stop, we stop. We stop. Uh -huh. Amen. Mm -hmm. Since we established that God wants us to know all mysteries, what advice could we give our listeners who might be wondering at this time? Amen. Well, we can give our listeners the advice of studying the word, following those four principles that reveals the nature and the characteristics of God. Hmm. And just to reiterate what they were, number one, that God reveals his self through creation. Look around you and see the glory of God hmm. and allow the other um, number two, that his word is written in your heart. 
follow uh, your heart, where the word reminds you of who you are, what not to do, what to do, when you know that there's something wrong uh, with what you're doing, then don't sear your conscience with a hot iron. Mm. Obey that tugging at your heart. And then uh, where we learn the nature and characteristics of God through the person of Jesus Christ, get to know him. Mm-hmm. Job mm-hmm. chapter 22 says that we ought to acquaint ourselves with him. And it tells us even the blessings that come after we get to know him. And lastly, and surely not least, through the word of God, Mm. staying in that word daily, remembering that when you pick up that Bible, it's just like you're searching for diamonds Mm -hmm. in a city where they say diamonds is everywhere, four feet beneath the surface. You'd be digging. You'd be digging. So we, we need to acknowledge God as that richness and that greatness mm-hmm. that will give us the revelation that we need to be victorious. Wonderful. And of course, it starts by reading the Bible and seeking God's face and get ourselves immersed in the Holy Spirit so that he can reveal all his mysteries to us. As you said, just reading Mm -hmm. and it takes more than reading. It's reading and understanding and it doesn't come by just one read through. And that is what I find very interesting that you you read and you read over the same thing and you hear something or understand something Mm -hmm. that you missed the first time around right exactly this whole mystery it becomes less mysterious with more reading and understanding wonderful amen and just briefly uh, as we mentioned the reading and reading and prayer Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. prayers that even David prayed, teach me your ways, O Lord, and lead me mm-hmm. in your path. Mm-hmm. Uh, the praise that Paul, the prayers that Paul prayed, that your eyes would be open, that you will know what is the hope of his calling. Uh, the prayers that you would be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Mm-hmm. So as we read the word of God, we're also postured with a heart of prayer Hmm. that we're asking God, reveal yourself to me. But you don't just read once. You read every single day, just like you was be out there. You'd be out there searching for those diamonds every Mm -hmm. single day. Wonderful. I don't Mm -hmm. care if you've read the Bible through from Genesis to Revelations five times. Mm. Read it through again, because mm. every time you do, God brings out more and more truths. Mm. He gives you more and more revelation right, of right. who he is and who you are mm-hmm. in him. I believe that is a lot of the problem today. Mm. We can all say God is good. We can all agree that God is holy. We can all agree that God is righteous, but we don't often believe who God saved we are. Mm -hmm. And God says that you and I, as we are in Christ, that we are the righteousness Mm -hmm. of God in Christ Jesus, that we are sons and daughters of God, Mm -hmm. that he hears our prayer, that we have the victory, for this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. And where Jesus said that we would do greater works than he do. I don't know about you, but I'm pursuing 
Mm. what the Lord said I should do and who I am. I'm pursuing that in my thought process, thinking on who he says I am and what he says I can do, where I'm seated with him in heavenly places, and I am workers together with him. When the head tells me what to do, I want to do it at all times. Scriptures tell us that if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, Mm -hmm. that we know that whatever we do for Christ, to him be all the glory, to him be all the honor. But we don't want to be members of his body that are sitting idle and not allowing the spirit of God to have its way in our lives. Mm
Amen. Take it home. Amen. 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 Father God, we just thank you as it tells us in Colossians chapter 3. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Lord God, let every listening ear set their affection on things above, not on things on this earth, knowing that they are dead and their life is hid with Christ in God. And Father God, we thank you for we know that when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Therefore, Lord God, we pray that every listening ear will mortify their members which are upon the earth, that they will cease fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil evil communications, and everything that is listed as idolatry. And that, Lord God, they will set their affections on things above and be obedient children not fashioning themselves according to their former life. Father, we pray for every listening ear that you would grant them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. You say, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Father God, but we will not be those that perish, but we will be those, Lord God, that you grant your spiritual wisdom and revelation knowledge to. Open the ears of everyone listening under the sound of my voice. Open their eyes, Lord God, that they can see and their ears that they can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Father, we thank Thank you for your great love for us, that you would even want to reveal to us your plans and your purposes. But your word clearly tells us that you reveal these things to your servants, the prophets. And Father God, we just thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. We pray that if they don't know you, that they come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ and offer you a seat in their heart that you will take over their life and lord god they will be saved father we thank you we give you praise and we glorify you for all that you've done for us in jesus christ mighty name i pray amen 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 Amen. thank you so much pastor linda for demystifying the things of god and his character And we trust that all our listeners have benefited from this one and will dig deeper into the word, into the Bible, and pull out for themselves all the diamonds that is there awaiting them. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Uh, And uh, we're at the end zone right now. And... uh, we thank you all for listening and um, thank you for being a part of our, our audience. And so we want to say at this time, we share, we share because we care. So until the next time, may the good Lord bless you. And may he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.